Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the El Nino podcast. I'm Eladio Nino, and this is Real Everyday People. So today, as always, I want to start out by thanking everybody who's been sharing, who's been subscribing, who's been supporting, who's been buying hoodies, who's been, you know, sharing and networking with me, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Um, You know, big, um, you know, I want to send my prayers to my, you know, to my family, you know, my condolences and, you know, comfort to the Selena's family, the Romero family and uh, the Morales family. You, I was at my cousin Nita's funeral um, earlier on today and um, Wednesday we'll be having a funeral for my uncle David as well. So, um, you know, life is just bittersweet. You know, it's like, you know, the holidays are coming. You know, this is a time when people come together. You know, for the most part, people are humbled and, and, and generous and kind to others. And, um, you know, it's just lately, you know, my family just been taking hit after hit with losses of loved ones. But, you know, one thing that I realized is that, um, you know, life goes on no matter how much you love your, your people, your family, your friends, you know, life, life goes on. And, um, you know, you, you, you know, their legacy, you know, lives through you. But um, today we have a special guest. I'm very honored to have her here. She's got a great story to share. We have a lot, a lot to talk about. And, um, you know, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And uh, I, I introduce you guys to Eva Torres. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you for coming. And thanks for the for DHDC sure. for giving us the space to be here. You know, and, um, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself, who you are, where oh you're from gosh. and all that good stuff. Wow. There's so much. There's so many layers to who I am. Um, so many, um, people, um, think that they know me, right? But, um, again, there's just so much to who I am, where I came from. Um, you're going to learn today. Yeah. Uh, first of all, well, I'm Puerto Rican, um, you know, um, mom and dad, Puerto Rican, um, uh, born and raised in, uh, Santurce, Puerto Rico, um. I actually went to school in um, El Viejo San Juan, so I had a chance to kind of hang out there and go to school out there. It was, it was really cool. But um, I grew up as a, as a small child in, on the number streets, so uh, 31st of Michigan. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you was thugging it out. Okay. Listen, listen. Um, grew up in an in a era where um, all of the uh, Puerto Rican families were one large family uh and i miss that like around the holidays i get a little um a little saddened by the fact that some of those um gatherings and those family get-togethers and things have sort of you know have kind of went to the wayside it's 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 a little sad but um that is sad because that's really what kept families connected absolutely like every sunday um my family would get together at Patton park and we would play softball i had family we'd be barbecuing and i mean it was just family friendly kids everybody males females everybody played everybody participated and it just created that unity you know that we had within our family and within our community and we don't do it anymore and it's sad and it's unfortunate because um you know after being gone for almost two decades it's like i came home to a tech world you know and you know i know that it's you know done so much good for the world but at the same time in respects to humanity i feel like it's just created more division than anything because people feel like they don't need you anymore because you know they got this you know yes yes 
Yeah, definitely miss the playing out in the streets. And, you mm -hmm. know, my mom would, as soon as uh, we got up, did our little chores, pa fuera, a jugar. Mm -hmm. You know, so we were outside playing and uh, street lights came on and you knew that was time for you to come in. But it was, you know, it was, it was the gathering of the families and your friends, your neighbors. Um, not a whole lot of that going on nowadays. But even back in the days, remember, they used to open up the fire hydrants for the children yes. in the neighborhood. And you know, you're just yeah. out there having the time of your life. You yeah, know? so we had a fire hydrant in front of our house. And so <laughs> my dad had the key. So he would go out there. They'd come, oh, Mr. Torres, can you open up the fire hydrant? So, you know, so we did that. So it was right in front of our house. So our house was sort of the gathering spot. Um, and then Mr. Softy would come by and stop in front of our house. What? Ice cream for everybody, <laughs> you know. Um, Definitely. It was just it just amazing. So, so were you? Um, did you grow up with both your parents? I did. So, and, and still, they're still they're still with us today. Wow, um, thank which God. is which is amazing. Yes, that's great. Uh, my dad came as a young man from Puerto Rico, looking to you know to uh, have a better life for himself and for us, um, and um, came without knowing any English whatsoever. Had never been to the United States, and ended up being. Um, a master electrician. He retired from Chrysler. He actually did the electrical panel for the DeLorean um, car. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah. And he um, had a uh, radio. He was a radio, um, I don't know what they call those ham radios, but when there were hurricanes and things in Puerto Rico, he would send messages from the families here in detroit to puerto rico to make sure that they were okay so he had been on the news a couple of times so okay um, pretty proud he had, of his him. Little, he had his little shine yeah, going yeah, on yeah, okay yeah. He, he was good um so so the fruit don't fall far from the tree <laughs> does it uh so you know it, it was good and my mom was a stay-at-home mom so um you know just made sure that uh we were off to school the house was clean the dinner was cooked um and she would um she was the one who would um, gather everybody together for the parties. Parties would be at my house. Mm -hmm. And when we were growing up, the parrandas this time of year, you know. Absolutely. Um, it starts from like Halloween, October, November, <laughs> December. Everything yeah. is like da, na, na, yeah, na, na, it's amazing. eating everything. I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> what so, kind of what kind of man was your father though? Like, what are some life some lifelong lessons that he's taught you and that your mother's taught you? So my dad was very strict. Um, with us, very serious, um, wasn't the type of, of dad that was, um, you know, playful, you know, um, he did take us to, um, you know, to, to, to Cedar Point, to Bablo, to Belle Isle. So we always had, um, the weekend, it was almost always a Sunday where it was a family day. So mm -hmm. we would go Seems and traditional fun for most stuff, Latino right? Families. You know, but, but very stern at home. You know, um, and what do you think made him that way? Do you think he was just raised that way? What about affectionate? Was he affectionate at all? He is now. <laughs> Not when <laughs> we were growing up. Again, yeah. he was very stern, very serious. He worked quite a lot. So, you know, um, he would come home and, you know, he'd eat his dinner, have, you know, take his bath and, and just kind of chill, watch his TV or whatever. Um, uh, but as he got older, he got softer. And so, you know, <laughs> is uh, that what that is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, now you want a hug. Now. Oh, now he tells <laughs> jokes off the wall jokes. By the way, um, you know, lots of fun now. Um, I don't know. My mom, the older she gets, the more she starts speaking her mind. Yeah. You know, <laughs> my mom was 
very <laughs> passive woman, but now she's like, hell no, I don't care. This, yeah, that, yeah, uh, that's okay, yeah. Ma, let me have it then. Yeah, they they do that, and I and I have to say, I'm I'm getting that way too. So I'm getting a little older too. So you know, I'm, I'm starting to speak my mind too. Um, you know, believe it or not, I was um and still am a little um introverted, a little shy. Um, you know, I have to really warm up to somebody to kind of show them my true colors. Mm -hmm. Um you know but um and especially you got all them layers you know what i'm saying absolutely you got to see which one i'm gonna, I'm gonna deliver today which one i'm you gonna know? give you right <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh-huh and, and how does that determine what's determined by that by by their actions or is it by you already got a person sized up or do you match energy or, or how does it go for you yeah oh gosh there's so many things um yeah i do match energy for sure um <laughs> You know, I'm really good at reading somebody that that vibe is really important to me. Mm -hmm. um, but it also depends on I'm very cautious now where I am. You know, what are my surroundings? Um, you know, I don't like to um, be embarrassed and I definitely don't like to embarrass anyone. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like that whole bullying thing. So, um, you know, if I feel someone is trying to um, sort of... Um, make me feel low or something i'll tend to sort of yeah. back away or if i'm in a group where they're trying to do that to someone else in my group then i also kind of retreat um you know so they're not going to get the best person mm -hmm. um from me you know um so you know i you know i i see so much of that going on today you know in schools you know a lot of bullying like you know growing up before we always crack jokes on each other and yeah. stuff like that but like today, like it's really, you know, it's a really serious issue, you know, because, you know, for anything and everything, they're just slandering you and, yes. you know, teasing you yeah, and you yeah. don't understand what a person's going through and what's yeah. on their mind and right. the impact that you're making, especially young minds today, you know? Yeah. And it's a different type of bullying today because you have all the social media, um, you know, and, and things just get out of hand really, really fast, really quick. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I remember when we were growing up, you put the stick, you know, you had a problem with somebody put the stick on the shoulder and whoever knocked it off and boom, boom after school. And it was, and that was that, yeah. you know, and it was over with. Um, so you do that today, you know, your house might get shot up tomorrow or, you know, somebody right. might get killed, you know, next week because over a fight, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So I've always been different. taught, you know, win, lose or draw, man. Yes. You always live to fight another day. For and, sure. Yeah. You know, my dad was really good at teaching us how to be respectful um you know but um but at the same time um not to allow anyone to you know to push us and bully us to take care of ourselves so my, my siblings and i we always looked out for each other um you know i remember one time uh my little brother and i were walking home from school and we got into an argument with with somebody and we ended up getting into a fight together and we were both we both got beat up mind you but um we had each other's back so <laughs> you know um, yeah yeah no doubt about and, uh, it you know my mom always taught me like told me like fight stand up for yourself yeah. but she never taught me how to fight though <laughs> so Mijo, you better go kick his ass man i run out there and get my ass kicked yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying and then yeah. you know there was times when nobody rooting for me so i'm like you know yeah. i'm already defeated you know <laughs> but i'm like yeah you gotta at least you can't just send me on a mission without giving me the tools you know yeah. what i mean uh, yeah. <laughs> but you stood up for yourself oh you yeah know? absolutely yeah. yeah i think that's the key yeah uh, definitely that's important yeah. because you know a lot of times i used to resent myself because you know 
I always had such a good heart, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was always a giver. I was like, and still am, yeah. you know, I just had to learn how to manage my heart because, you know, I used to feel bad about doing something good. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I shouldn't be living with resentment. I shouldn't be having this taste in my mouth after mm. doing something kind or generous for somebody, you know, something yeah. like that. But, yeah. you know, you live and you learn. And, um, sure. you know, like, you know, I, I, I learned a lot about circumstantial and unconditional love. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, people that you grow up with, you think that they're there forever. And then as you grow, people grow apart. They're all apart. Absolutely. Yeah. People's ideas of the future change. People's agendas change, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Um, Did you have siblings growing up? Oh, for sure. There's So there was five of us. I have uh, an older sister that still lives in Puerto Rico. Um, my, um, my, so it's my, my older sister in Puerto Rico, Lourdes. Um, my other sister, Wolaska, which a lot of people here in, in Detroit know her. Um, her name was Wally. She passed. Um, it'll be three years um, in a couple of weeks um, from breast cancer. And um, she was my cheerleader. Um, wow, for real? Oh, for real. Biggest fan, huh? Just a fan. It was crazy. Um, That's love, man. Oh, for sure. So this tattoo is... Uh, is dedicated to her so what is it it's a wally and eva from uh, oh, from the, the, the yeah. movie the pixar movie yeah yeah so Aww. um so when the movie came out she would tease me all the time and she'd be like oh look it's us and i hated it right <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't even watch the movie so when she passed i said i gotta do something um so this is sort of a dedication Aww, to her that's good um and then um i have a, an older brother named angel um and then my younger brother, so then it's me, and then my younger brother, um, Rick. And uh, Rick and I are, are a year apart, um, but he's my rock. Um, he's my best friend. Um, he's got, actually got a tattoo that says, my brother's keeper. Oh, uh, that's That's dope. dedicated to him. What's it say uh, under it? For him, I'd risk it all. That's dope, man. That's yeah. solid. That's uh, solid. He, he hasn't uh, gotten his tattoo. He's supposed to... Yeah. You know, I'm my sister's you keeper. You better get it so. together. <laughs> you got to get on your neck. No. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're, we're re really, really close. Um, were you close when you guys were younger, too? Were they protective of you? Or did you guys argue, get no, into no, no. it? No, or? no, no. Um, we fought all the time. <laughs> uh, all the time. <laughs> uh, my brothers used to pick me up by my pigtails and drop me. Get out of um, here, for real. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were horrible. Um, my younger brother would tease me and um, throw whatever he could at me and, and just um, just a mess. Um, but as we got older, um, we realized that we were, you know, we, 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 all, we were all we had. You know, we were mm. family and we had to... to, to Take care of each when other. When you guys did argue and fight, what would you guys argue and fight over? Anything and everything. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> I remember getting beat up a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. I cried a lot when I was a little girl. Yeah, um, you was oh, a little yeah, cry baby. I was. <laughs> Ooh, we. Who'd yeah. you cry to? Did you cry to your mom? I just cried for everything. Okay. Just and they wouldn't even pay me any attention. So they were like, here she goes. <laughs> yeah, here she go crying. Um, so it takes a lot for me to cry now. I have to really. Yeah, oh, you was all cried out. I'm all cried out. I got to be really upset. Um, 
but um yeah we were pretty we were all pretty close i mean we fought and everything but as we got older we got super super close and very very protective of each other and um you know we look out for each other a lot um and uh you know and that's special my sister passed and you know someone in your family passes it's a it's a big big change and and how everything is especially um, a sibling you know yes that's yeah. that's an immediate family man it is it's pretty tough it is yeah you and know. has your family been able to mend you know what i mean or you know at least heels you know so these past um these past six years for me personally um have been devastating so um and uh in 2010, uh, I had a grandson who uh, was absolutely everything to me. Um, but in 2016, I lost him to a tragic accident. And, um, and so that was my first taste of losing someone. Um, and honestly, when he died, a huge part of me died too. I changed wow. completely. Um, so for couple of years I I lost my faith um I quit wow. going to church I quit you know praying mm -hmm. uh, I was mad um at God um and I'm still angry mm -hmm. you know I still question it you know um yeah we were talking earlier about everything happens for a reason yeah that's the only one thing that I still question like wait a minute you know what's the reason behind that you know, my sister had cancer, so I understand her passing, mm -hmm. you know, and then shortly after she passed, my nephew, her firstborn son, um, that a lot of people in, in Southwest Detroit knew too, ET, he passed, he had a drug overdose of fentanyl. Mm -hmm. um, that shit's and, killing uh, our community. Yes. It's killing. I mean, once a week, I see a new post of somebody yes. in memory of passed away. If yeah. it's not pills, it's heroin, it's yes. something, you know, I mean, Absolutely. drugs ain't even drugs no more, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's a shame what they're doing now, you know, and it's just tearing up families. And, uh, so I lost him, you know? Um, and so, uh, so I've had, I have I've had some tragic losses, um, you know, but, um, but I've had some great wins too, you know? Um, where I am right now, I'm just, I'm just so grateful and, uh, I mean, I can't even, can't, can't even express, you know, how happy I am right now, where I am in life right now. Absolutely. You yeah. I, I, I can definitely relate to you. You yeah. know, I wake up every day with just gratitude in my heart. Just sure. the fact that, you know, I can close the door when I use the bathroom, I could sleep <laughs> in a real bed. Right, I could right. put cologne on and yeah. nice clothes, like, yeah. you know, all, all going to a refrigerator, yeah, like all sure. those things, you know, so yeah. it's like, I just wake up with those little with things gratitude. that everybody takes for takes granted. For granted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You know, you like they say, you never know what you got until you don't got it no more. That is absolutely true. That yeah. is absolutely true. And, and you know what, man, my life is just so much more um, peaceful humble I'm, I'm really good at accepting things yeah. one of the biggest lessons i learned was that you can't change people right you know what i mean because so many people in life are stressed out frustrated over right. things that other people do say the way they live whatever yes. it may be and it's uh -huh. like you know i just i stick 
with people who are conducive to my well-being. Right. I'm a contributor. I like to contribute to people's well-being. And if what you're doing and what I'm doing is a conflict of interest, I don't have no problem wishing you well, but, right. you know, I'm on a absolutely. mission. You know? Absolutely. You have to agree to disagree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And just be on your way. But some people don't know how to do that <laughs> no. and they'll stay in a friendship or a relationship or whatever that's toxic. And, and, yes. and then until something tragic happens or yes. something terrible happens, yeah. realize yeah. the whole time kicking himself in the ass like I, I wasn't supposed to be there in the first right. place. For you sure. know what I mean? Yes. And, uh, you know, misguided loyalty. You know, so many For people sure. are just tied. They become slaves to yes. it. You know, like, you know, have me having a background as a gang member. Like, yeah. it took me a long time to be able to grow, yeah. grow from that. And I felt like the only way I was going to be able to grow and um, fulfill my own personal goals and dreams was to be able to, you know, cut off, you know, my ties from the old me so yeah. I can allow the new me to be able to flourish. Gotcha. That's a lot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it all starts with you. It, absolutely. You know, I mean, because people can give you all the money, all the opportunity, all the education, yeah. all the tools. But if it's not in you, if you don't have the will and the yes. ability and the consciousness, absolutely. the awareness to want to do something yeah. for yourself and, and something and, and acknowledge something that's higher than you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Then you you're going to stay ready. stagnant, man. And there's so many people in our community who live stagnant lives. For sure. You know, I say it's hard for people to dream big when they surrounded by everything that's so small. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But you have to have the will to do it. Like, you you know, um, and I think I think you are in a great position to help people move forward. I think I'm in a great position to help people move forward. Absolutely. You know, imagine, imagine if we, yeah, yeah, know, for, it's going to happen. We're doing it now. You know We're I mean? doing it now. Uh, I, I, I feel like we are definitely pillars, you know, yeah, in this sure. community and, yeah. and, um, you know, we are, we're leaders as yeah. well. And that comes with a lot of responsibility. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, um, <clears throat> very happy to say is that, um, you know, I'm from this neighborhood. Like I grew up in Southwest Detroit. Um, you know, I, I grew up on 31st of Michigan. We left there. Um, I moved back to Puerto Rico, um, lived in old San Juan, went to school there. Um, my parents ended up moving then from old San Juan. I mind you, I'm a city girl, you know? And then we moved to, um, to the countryside in Puerto Rico. And, uh, We've got now we've got chickens running around. Um, although you can see those around in Southwest Detroit nowadays. You ain't boo. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we've got pigs and horses and, you know, and I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, so I did some high school in Puerto Rico, come back um, and moved on McKinstry um, right off of West Verner um, and then went to Western, graduated from Western. So what's okay. up, Western class okay. 85? <laughs> um, you know, so, um, and, and, and I, I've done a lot of things um, as an adult, worked in a lot of places, worked in a lot of fields, but now I get to represent the, uh, the area of Detroit that I grew up in that raised me, That's you dope. Know, so to speak, so. What kind of student were you? I mean, for you to graduate, like who encouraged you that graduating was important? <laughs> and, and the reason I ask is because like, when I was growing up, 
you know, everything was hardship. Everything yeah. was struggle. Everything yeah, yeah. was about getting through the day. So, like, the last thing that we were thinking about or talking about was education. Yeah. Everything for us was survival. So, yeah. like, I'm, I, I get inspired sometimes when people tell me, like, you know, you know, such and such family member or whoever, yeah. a friend or a neighbor pushed me <laughs> for education to graduate, you yeah. know. Like, I've never been to, like, um, homecoming dances okay. and stuff. I never got that experience, yeah. you know. But yeah. I get amazed and inspired by it when I see other people that have been through it or yeah. going through it. Well, I'm not going to lie, right? I, was, I mean, I was a good student. Um, mm -hmm. I did okay. High school, though, that last year high school, though, he was fooling. I was a troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how I graduated, to be honest with you. I, I um, yeah, I, um, I, uh, I got trouble. I, 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 yeah. What I was mean, you doing? Skipping school, I, not doing listen, homework? Listen, I hung out at Clark Park. So we called it Clark Park High School back then. Uh -huh. um, the riverfront was a favorite place, you know, so we'd hang out there. Um I still managed to graduate though with pretty good grades. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but um, got into a lot of fights. For real, a fights lot too, of huh? Fights all the time. It was terrible. My dad didn't even know what else to do with me. <laughs> <sighs> I your phone call. Yeah, he got me. He thought, but he came. <laughs> I don't know, Daddy. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> you had a lot of pent-up aggression. I guess. I don't know what that was about. Um, you know, but um, but did overall, uh, I did go to prom. I did you? Prom. Okay. Yeah, sure. Went to prom. Um, had a nice time. Did um, you play any sports or anything while you were in school? None of that, no, huh? No, no, no. You was killing. I can't even walk up a flight of steps. I don't <laughs> 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 I joined kickboxing a couple of months ago, um, and uh, I I'm trying to get to the swing of that. It's 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 a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, you got to condition yourself for yeah, that for sure. And in my at my age too, yeah. like yo, it's I know. crazy. I know you. I, you know it's like. You know, before we could just take off, and sure. now it's like you got to take your time. I got an injured knee for about a month already, and yeah. I ain't do nothing but turn. <laughs> I just turned. That was it. That was over with. Said, yeah, that's right, how you right. know you're getting old. Right, I said, hey, right, you right, sure. turn around. And I know. <laughs> I know. All the noises that you make when you get up in the yeah, morning. Yeah, tie your shoe. Crazy. I got to take a deep break, get that one. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. For oh, sure. Man. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, so I, I I married right out of high school. Okay. Um, my uh, then husband um, joined the military, so I was a military wife for about five years. Wow. Lived what out was in that Texas. Like? Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Wow. For it real? actually was um, really really good. Oh, um, that's cool. It was. It was really nice. Um, my marriage was great. I mean, I was so young. Um, I had barely turned 18, um, you know, but I moved away um, and we and we did really well. I really, really, really loved the military life. So it was mm -hmm. army. And did um, you meet other like military wives and stuff? Let me tell you this story. So there's a girl um, that um, we didn't we didn't get along in high school. Mm -hmm. Right. And every time we'd see each other it was on site. Damn. Shit on was site. Real. Shit was real. All the time. So we fought 
three, four times, right? <laughs> so I graduated from high school. I get married. I go. I lived in uh, San Antonio for a year, and then I moved to El Paso, Texas. So I'm living in El Paso, and I'm driving down one day down the street, uh, and we lived on base. And uh, I see a car, and it's got a Detroit uh, baseball cap in the in the seat. I was like, dang, I wonder if they're from Detroit. It's just like the strangest thing. So go about my business or whatever, you know. So I see the car a couple times. Uh, and one day we go to this man-made beach in, in Texas. You know, there's no beaches in El Paso. Um, but so we go to this lake or whatever. And uh, and I hear somebody say, Eva, Eva Torres. Get out of here. So I turn around and it's her. <laughs> <laughs> it's my friend now. You know, wow, so, like, oh my God. Is... so she had married her high school sweetheart. I had married my high school sweetheart. Oh. She had graduated from Redeemer at the same time. So okay. um, we ended up living like three houses down from each other. Life is it something else, ain't crazy. it? Crazy. So we became best friends. When I tell you, we did everything together. As a matter of fact, when my first um, daughter was born, she was the one who drove me to the hospital. So I called her when I was in labor. Walked around the mall. She timed my contractions. Oh, took me to the hospital. Um, that is crazy. Yes. Man. And then we kind of, I left the military before she did. And we kind of lost, you know, touch. touch. Yeah. Um, and then a couple years later, again, I'm at a supermarket. And I hear somebody call my name. Well, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, so we reconnect again, you know, so. Um, oh, that's good, man. That's just it's, crazy. It's Life story. is something else. It's crazy yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. So what was motherhood like for you? You know, motherhood still for me is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a job that don't never end. Never, huh? ever. Um, you know, because, you know, you always think that, you know, once your kids are 18 or whatever, you know, they, you know, they, they, they take on the world, they hold their own and it's not like that. It's you know, not like that. No. Mm -mm. Even my mother, she's all, mijo, what are you doing? And yeah. what do you need? And are you hungry? Oh, that's and, cute. and I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. But, you know, at the same time, I'm like, mom, I'm grown as hell. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, that's cute because they call me and be like, what do you want? <laughs> For real, really? <laughs> uh, I mean, I help them. I do. Uh, I love, I love, love my daughters. Um, I have one. She's 34. Mm -hmm. And then my youngest is 24. I might, might have the ages a little wrong. Maybe it's 33 and 20. I don't know. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're old. I'm old. You know? Yeah. Um, How's your nephew doing? Because that's how I met you was at uh, Jose's shop over there at Detroit Forever. Yeah. And uh, you had a nephew that came in from New York, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yummy. Yeah, that was the first time I yeah, had ever yeah. met you there. <laughs> Fredo, yeah. You yeah, know? he's doing real good. He's doing real good. Yeah. That's cool. Holding it down in Brooklyn. What did he think about Detroit? he liked it did he yeah he was like this is really different i'm like yo it is really different oh that's really cool. different from brooklyn so um so you got a lot of family out there as well i got some of my my dad's family's out in brooklyn okay that's um cool. have you I, been out that way oh for sure oh okay oh man my oldest daughter as a matter of fact i sent her to brooklyn for her um i think it was her 21st birthday mm -hmm. and she was only supposed to go for a, like a long weekend and she came back two years later like she literally did not come back for two years. <laughs> so when it was time for her to come back after like the long weekend, she was like, yeah, no, I'm staying. She's like, I'm fun, a New Yorker. A lot to do, a um, lot to see. Amazing. Well, I, I love 
I love for New real? York. I've been like four times already this year. Mm, like, are it. you serious? Yo. Wow. Yes. I definitely want to shoot out that way, man, eventually. Have you been? I've never been. No. Like my brother, he's been to like Manhattan. He's been to a couple of different spots. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I'd like to experience it myself. Though. Amazing. Amazing. I just think Love of it. like so many people. Like I think of it, you know, is it is it really like that? Yes, like it's, it's really like that. Crowded. It is really like that. Mm. It is really like that. It's 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 uh it's an experience for sure. I, I like it because I I like I like the hustle and bustle of the people. I, I just love it. Um, yeah. So when Detroit downtown Detroit started to come alive again, mm -hmm. oh, it's amazing. I know, man. It it's was so amazing. nice to come home and just see, you know, Detroit thriving because yes. we've always been known as just like a big blemish, you yes. know. And like I said, I used to bring my family from Chicago. They'd come visit and they used to be like, oh, Detroit is just ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for a minute there, it was kind of, you yeah, know, it was, was kind of down it and was out. Rough. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, we ain't have shit coming. It's you know different I mean? now. And it's nice. And more like when I came back home, I, I see all these scooters and bikes and I'm like, what the hell? Ain't nobody stole them things yet. And they're like, no, it's a. It's a different place now, and, I and, and I love it. I love it. I love the diversity. Yes, for sure. You know, I love that, you know, I can walk down the street and not worry about, you know, getting mugged or yeah. anything it's, it's like that. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe, for sure. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Yeah, but you got you to gotta do the New York thing. I, I want to go. I've been to Chicago, but just like downtown Chicago. I've never left downtown Chicago mm -hmm. the times that I went. But uh, my bucket list is to go to Humboldt Park. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot, lot going on over there. Yeah. They have some of the most awesome festivals and parades down there. Yeah. Man, I've, I've been down there for like a single to mile parade, and it was like the biggest, best, yeah. and they have multiple parades throughout Chicago. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is just so amazing. It was like we were just late catching up with everything here yes. in Detroit. And me living in East L.A., living in Chicago, like I had already seen all these things. Yeah. But I always wondered, like, why are we not doing this here? Right. And so when I came home, I said, okay, we finally got caught up to yes. everybody else. You yeah, know? Well, and we're still behind. Like, there's some things that we still have got to do here in the city um i have so many ideas and so many things that i would like to accomplish i know we don't talk about a few ideas just since, you know since you've been here for sure you know i i think that there's so much culture and so much talent um you know and um we, we we've got to bring it to the forefront like you know when i was growing up like i was telling you when i was growing up my dad was the president of the puerto rican club for years you went up um, yes oh wow. and um and before that um when I was growing up, he and his friends, um, old school Puerto Ricans would all gather together and we had the festivals and, and the parades and, you know, and things like that. And so I would really like to see all of that come back to the city. Me too, man. I remember growing up with it at Heart Plaza. You had the Mexican yes. festival, then you had the Latin American yes, festivals. Yes, yes, yes. And then, you know, we had our local festivals yeah. up and down. I mean, it would start from Woodmere and end at yeah. like Clark and Scott. Had the Mexican Inn, had the All that, man. And I miss that stuff. And I, I don't really know why it went away. I know that, yeah. you know, they always blamed it on the violence and things that happened, but you know, it's a new place and a new yeah. time. We've got a different agenda, you know, and I think that like anything else, we should get a second chance and get our privileges back to be able to practice our traditions, our culture and, and, and be sure. festive, That's you know, right. in our beliefs and in That's our right. community for That's sure. Right. That's right. What you guys think? You better know it. Hit that hotline and call us up if for you real, got some real. comments or, you know. 
You got yeah. any questions? For but sure. you know, I definitely want to put something in motion, man. You know, and because I, everybody I meet, like for the most part, is like doing something productive. They're either trying to be entrepreneurs, owning yes. their own businesses. You know, they're doing arts and crafts. They're yes. doing painting. They're doing entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, even being here at the DHDC, we yes. get so many people who come here and they're able to just cultivate their skills. You yes. know, what I'm saying work on their skills. Yeah. And we're talking about promotion, production, music, dance. Um, last week I had Jaime Carrillo on here and he was talking about the Mexican folklorio dancing yes. and, you know, he owns the uh, um, Black Horse Cantinas and he's just a community person just yeah. like us, yes. you know, everything yeah. that he Absolutely. does, you know, he does it for his family and his community yeah. and, and um, you know, I think that that's how we get ahead, that's how yeah. we you know, uh, move forward and we thrive is when Absolutely. we stick together. We've you know? got to do more of that. I mean, we, you know, DHDC, listen, Big shout outs to them because what what they do here is absolutely amazing. Um, but imagine if we had more places like this, you know, more people coming together, you know, um, because again, there's so much there's so much talent here. It's just it's amazing, you know, all across the board, um, you know. So we have a nice big um, Dominican community. You know, mm -hmm. we've got um, people from Honduras that are here, you know. I, you know what? I don't see too many Cubans in the neighborhood anymore. And there are a lot, are there? Because when They're I was just, growing yeah. up, my stepdad was Cuban. Like, they used to be all through uh, Waterman, Lafayette, West Grand Boulevard. Like, all my, you know, my, my stepdad. Saying. Everybody's kind of, you know, tucked away. But they're they're but they're but out there. So we've got to do something to bring everybody out to Woodward. I see some old ones at Prince Valley, though. The Cubano <laughs> Maito, que hola, mi gente. <laughs> He'd be up, he's still around. I said, okay, then. <laughs> well, shout out to my deputy, Antonio Moromels, who's Cuban. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Much love. Sure. A platano frito. <laughs> <laughs> so after high school, did you end up going to college? Or? Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I, I moved to Texas, and um, I studied accounting in Texas. Um, so I went to the University of Texas um, in El Paso. Um, so I'm an accountant by trade, actually. Um, you know, so I did that, came back um, when the his uh, tour was over and uh, came back to the States um, and took a, a position working for a, um, a hospital. Um, it's gone now, but um, I don't know if you guys remember, there used to be like these park medical clinics, like almost on every corner in Detroit. Um, and then there was a big hospital where the U of M dental um, clinic is on um i think it's on martin luther king mm -hmm. and uh 96 um but that used to be a hospital um michigan healthcare um so i worked for them i did their accounting there um for years um so you're good with numbers you know what this is the thing but yes <laughs> but i hated it mm -hmm. so i so i did the whole accounting thing i went to <laughs> went back to school went to uh siena heights university and got my bachelor's in business management um, and because that's what I knew, I kind of stayed in that field. Um, then I ended up working for a, a nonprofit um, mental health um, agency for children, and I did um, their payables and their payroll and things like that. Um, what made you go into accounting, though? Like, you know, to be honest with you, because numbers wasn't really my thing. Math has never really been my thing. You know what I mean? I uh, so I, to be honest with you, I really, I don't even know why I went that way, but that's what I did for like 30 years wow. <laughs> um, plus, you know, and then I ended up, um, 
was it the idea of having a successful career or the money you know i think it was that at that time it was like such a big deal to study accounting Mm -hmm. um and um like today is engineering like that's like number one thing you know so i was like oh okay you know so i did that um but I hated my whole time <laughs> doing. Why? Why? No, seriously. <laughs> you know, I like I like human connection. I like contact. I like talk. I'd get in trouble all the time because I'd have people in my office all the time just talking. <laughs> you know, um, not working, talking. Um, <laughs> You know, but uh, and so and then I, I then I kind of shifted a little bit to to doing a personal financial credit, mm-hmm. um, which I liked. So I, I traveled all over southeastern Michigan. I worked for a nonprofit out of Atlanta um, and uh, and was doing that for a while. Um, and that's actually how I met some of the team for the mayor's office that brought me to the position that I am now. I was actually doing um, helping them with credit repair. Um, OK, yeah. Um, so I did that for a while. And I, I like that because I got a chance to interact with people and kind of help them and help them meet their goals, get that credit score to where, you know, they would be able to buy a house or a car, or, you know, things That's like dope. that. So th- I like that. That is, dope. you know, you work um, what out of the municipal building, uh, oh. right now. So I have an office at Patton park rec center. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So that's where my, my community the, office is at. Good work with that oh, place, yes, man. Compared to what it used to be. It you looks know, great. 20 years ago. Yes. Yes. I remember walking just, you would stand just in the front of it and you could smell the chlorine from the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I had went there because um, when I had first got out, uh, Mario Bueno was actually working there and yeah. he helped me yeah, with, yeah, with, my, office with my fastball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. He's a. <laughs> get me right, together right right yeah yeah so um so what happened with like marriage and everything um being you know a military wife yeah and all so that, that didn't last very long okay yeah, yeah. like you said you were very young i was very young time. and 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 um great guy you know i, I have I, I have nothing but love for him we just we were really young and um we left the military and, and once we got back here you know, our old friends and our family and just, you know, it, we just let people and things kind of get in the way and we just kind of kind of broke off. Um, and then I fell into a new new relationship mm-hmm. um, um, that gave me my beautiful um, youngest daughter. Um, you know, so, um, you know, you, you live and you learn and you just, you just move forward. No, absolutely. It's yeah. definitely, uh, every, but everything is is a part of your journey. You for know, there's sure. something that you were able to leave. There was something that you were able to take with you. Oh, for sure. Always something you learned from it. For you know sure. What I mean, yeah. Learn about yourself. Yes. Learn about life. Learn yes. about love. Yes. Learn about people. Yeah. You know, you learn about your own needs and wants and yeah. what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what makes you strong, what makes you weak. Yes. You know, and I'm learning that now. I think um at this at this juncture in my life is where i'm really starting to um take note of those things you know mm-hmm. um 
like I never realized how much I liked um, like the water um, or like looking up at the sky or how much I really, really like the feel of the grass on my feet. Like little things like that. Getting in tune with um, nature, with that universe. For real. Got that self-awareness kicking in. Uh, I never realized how much music was a part of my life. Wow. Um, you know, like when the DJs were up here playing music, that's the music that I partied on, you know, mm. that it just it instantly took me back to the um, house party days. Love you know? that. That was the best. Oh. Basement parties, house yes. party. And the yes. thing about like freestyle and all that, like you can listen to it if you're happy. You can listen to it if you're sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was just like all purpose music, yes. you know? Yes. And, and I like, my family knows uh, I have this massive uh speaker in my living room <laughs> you know so i just as soon as i get up boom that that goes on and i like all sorts of music you mm -hmm. know 60s music 70s music mm -hmm. you know um salsa merengue bachata you know house yeah. music latin freestyle whatever you know yeah. um you know, booty bumping music. Whatever. Oh, that love uh, booty music. Old rap. Mom. You know, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rap, you know. Yeah. Um, I remember my mom every morning we would wake up and we were either listening to The Temptations in the Four Times or we were listening to Vicente Fernandez or Los Tigres del Norte uh -huh. or we were listening to Freestyle. All, stuff. Of, that. All and, of that. And holiday, see, always Christmas music throughout the yes. house. Yes. So I, I, I hear all of that and uh i used to play a game with my daughters they were little and i'd get in my car and i'd turn on um either tina marie or sade or anita mm -hmm. baker and i'd make them tell me who it was just by the sound of the, their voice Dang. so now yeah, at their age yeah they they could hear right away they're like oh that's tina marie oh Giving you know you the best that i oh, got listen that's, that's music yeah that's <laughs> yeah. music you know so and so they know all of that you know, I, I got really hip to like R&B and all that old like Sade and all that good music when I was in prison because I hung around a lot of older heads, you okay. know, and them old, them old dudes, man, you know, they love that good laid back music. Yeah. And I just, it was very tasteful to yeah. me and it was very good for my soul. You yes. know what I mean? And it was just jazz, contemporary Ooh, yeah. jazz was yeah. so nice. Yeah. And yeah. I still have yet. I always wanted to go to like a jazz lounge or something, oh, and yes. uh, I, I don't know of any in the neighborhood or in Detroit. Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of jazz places Are they? downtown. I would like to definitely yeah. hit that Easter Market like that. has one of the best, and then Do on they? Liver Noise, um, there's one too. Um, I can't think of the name of it off the bat, but I'll let you know what it is. Um, and jazz is so tied into Latino music as well. You sure. know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the Cuban, the African yes. sound, you know, it all, yes. you know, it's tied into the Africa, you know, to Africa. You know? Absolutely. So music, music is my thing. That's my, that's my escape. So. You know, um, Miami Sound Machine. Oh, right. yeah. oh, I forgot about that. Remember that? <laughs> oh, everybody, let me see. You'll come down. All that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So music is a big thing for me, for sure. Uh, that's my escape. I know, yeah. man. And there's so much talent here in the neighborhood, like DJ wise, singing wise, rapping wise. Like, man, everybody's doing everything. Yes. You know, and um, it's just nice to see people productive, you know, mm -hmm. and progressive because yeah. it's just not the same community it was back then. Right. Because back then it was like, it just seemed like we tore each other down yes. all the time. But it was always, 
you know, the gangs, the drugs, yeah. you know, it yeah. was always something. Yeah. So just to see people having each other's back yes. now, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, I, I like it. It's, but it's, we need a platform for it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, mm -hmm. there's tons of talent, you know, but but we need we need somewhere to showcase all of that talent. We about to do it. We about to make that happen. You know, we're going we gonna to go, what, what is it, the uh, Senate Theater? We're about you to know, do that. We're about to make that we're happen, for that. real. That's going to be so dope. We're about to do Southwest that. Southwest Got Talent, man. Stay tuned. It's coming to 2022. Yes. You better know it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're about to do that for real. Yeah, that would be so great, man. Yeah. Just Southwest Got Talent. Everybody who, you know, is part of, you know, just got some type of skills, whether you're singing, yeah. I don't care if you're a banda mariachi, I don't right. care if you dance, if you right. sing, if you rap, no matter yes. what you're going on, even DJs, you know what I'm yes. saying? I'm, I'm so amazed by, you know, all the all the DJs that do the Latino music, the, mm -hmm. the reggaeton, what is it, trapero, or right. reggaeton, trap music. Yeah, yeah, all that good stuff, bachata, yes. and I just, I love it all. I man. love all of it too, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure, we're gonna do it. And, and I just feel like we deserve so much more, though, you know what I mean? And it's like I see so many people, um, you know, elsewhere who are successful. Yes. And it's like, why can't we do it? We have the resources, you know. I, I don't agree. know. I don't know if it's the money. I don't know if it's the recognition. Yeah. Like, why do we need somebody else from somewhere else to come and, exactly. and validate what we're doing and sign us to something? Like, yeah. you know, we, we should be able to, you know, create, yeah. you know, something. Yeah. You know what it is, too, like. Other rappers that are in big cities, like, you know, in New York or Chicago or Atlanta, you know, they support the up and coming. You know, mm -hmm. I think we need to call out all of our big talent here. You know, Big Sean, mm -hmm. you know, um, Eminem, like, come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Come, come to your city. Mm -hmm. Come to your city. Come take a look at all the talent that we have here. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Because there's a lot. And um, definitely the, the Hispanic community, just we, we just don't get enough love. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I, I just I'm like, man, like what I, I just I'm trying to figure I ask them too. like, I mean, it's like waiting for to get all these hundreds and thousands of likes and views from Facebook right. or Instagram or it's YouTube tough, right? to, you know, make you feel like you're somebody or validate that you're doing good. Yeah. And it's like. You know, I feel like I can do better, but I'm doing my best, you know, and my mm -hmm. just waiting for somebody else to validate and say, hey, let's cut you a check. We see that when I can, you know, I feel like we should be able to produce that right here in our right. own city. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So we just got to call out on everybody. Come on, let's let, let's get it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even though I, I've known artists who don't, you know, because I noticed that a lot of them have their own groups yeah. and they stay within their own crowd. But I've seen them under the same roof. So that lets me know that they're grown enough, they're mature enough, yes. that even though we don't mix with each other, we can still be under the same Absolutely. roof and still mingle with each other. Like back then, it wasn't like that. If yes. we had beef, we couldn't even be under the same that's roof. That's right. You yeah. know, so that's 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 different. And yeah. I think that it's more progressive way of thinking. For sure. You know, and, and also, you know, a lot of these guys are valuing their families and, and their kids and stuff more. You know, right. when I was younger, it was like I was just ignorant to the facts. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Everything was about running in the streets. Yeah. I mean, I was young. You know, I didn't have my priorities straight. But mm -hmm. like today, I just I love the man that I am because I love like I never loved before. There you you know go. what I'm saying? And I just I love to love and be loved. <laughs> you know, I hear you.
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, I do. Um, I love the way that, you know, our city is growing. I love the direction that we're headed in. I yes. love meeting new leaders, you know what I'm saying? Like they say, it's important to be around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. You know, they say if you hang out with wolves, you're going to learn how to howl. If you hang out with eagles, <laughs> you're going to learn how to fly. Right, right, you right, know? for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I tell you, I cannot, I cannot believe how far I've come um you know um the maturity level you know granted i'm not young you know it's it's taken me a long time but but I, but i made it you know there's some there's some old heads that never never mature like, like they never get it mm -hmm. um you know but uh i i have especially okay. in these past couple of years have just learned so much have met so many amazing people have um, started to realize that, you know, um, I can be a part of the change. I can help, you know, and so um, I'm going to take advantage and, of and that. And that's the thing is just so many people in our community feel like they don't have any options. Right. You know, like I tell people all the time, I thought that what I was was what I was always supposed to be right. until I started to grow up. I started to learn things. I started, yes. um, you know, um, study things. I started to speak to people from different places different walks of life and just learning, just exploring, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone. That's what a lot of people in the yes. neighborhood are afraid to do too, is step out of their comfort zone. So, you know, they're just tied in yes. and not exploring or learning yes. or meeting anybody's, you uh -huh. know, people, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just, I've always been a social person. I've always been interested in people. Yeah. I've always respected everybody's cultures yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So I think that that always gave me an, an advantage, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm saying that every bells, everyone else didn't have. Yes. Yeah. So what's it like, like working for the mayor? What's it like <laughs> being a manager of District 6? Yeah. Like, what's, what's that like for you? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's busy. It's not hard work. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, um, I wouldn't give it up anything. I remember uh, getting called for the position, you know, when I interviewed, um, uh, with, uh, with my boss, he's the general manager of the department of neighborhoods, Ray Solomon. Um, and, uh, you know, we, I had already met him. He was, he was one of the individuals I had, I had met, um, during the time that I was doing financial coaching. Mm -hmm. And, um, so he called me, he's like, Hey Eva, you know, how you doing? Whatever he's, um, you know, you think he might be interested in a position. There's a position open at the mayor's office. And I was like, really? Um, and I was just at the very end of my contract too. So it was, it was like perfect. So, um, uh, I, uh, I interviewed with him and, uh, you know, I, uh, he brought me in to meet the mayor. I talked to the mayor for a few minutes. I met the mayor like a couple of weeks before at a motor city makeover event that I was hosting. We talked for just not even a minute. Um, you know, and then Ray called me about the position and uh, the mayor was asking, you know, who uh, who did they think might be good for the position? And, and a couple of people had mentioned my name and he had already met me, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I go in and then I interview with the mayor um, and I walk out of his office. Well, right before I walk out of the office, I say goodbye to him and he says, all right, well, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs> So wow, I'm walking that, out, and I was like, okay. So I'm walking out, and I turned around to Ray, and I was like, 
does that mean? Yeah. Does that yeah, mean that yeah, I got yeah. the job? He was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Um, so I'm like, okay. You know, so I'm trying to be like really, really cool. So I walk out of the mayor's office and I get to the elevators. And as I'm pushing the button to the elevators, I just break down. Wow. I'm Cry crying. Crying. Cry baby. <laughs> I was, wow, I was, so I was happy. Um, but at the same time, that whole, you know, I wish my sister, my cheerleader was there. Oh, so that yeah. kind of, you know, that kind of set in. So I call my brother and I'm crying. I'm on the elevator. There's other people on the elevator. and I'm just crying. They're just kind of looking at me, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm calling my brother because he was the only one who knew that I was going for an interview. Mm-hmm. Where I was, I hadn't told anybody um, about it, just him. You know, so I get on the elevator. I'm like, I got it, you know. And he's like, you deserve it, you know. Um, be, I'm so proud of you, you know. But we're both like, we're missing. There's a piece missing mm-hmm. there, you know. Um, but amazing. Um, I've met some great people. Um, again, representing the area that I grew up in, you know, Um so it's it's really really easy for me to interact with any type of individual any and you know there's no fear of uh culture or mm-hmm. you know color or anything like that mm-hmm. because I am Southwest Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? We represent diversity, we absolutely. represent community. I feel very very comfortable with any individual. Um mm-hmm. you know um, yeah, you learn social skills. You learn. Absolutely. And and I've stepped out of my comfort zone because, again, even though I like people and I like to chit-chat and things like that, in order for me to really do that, I have to be really comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. But now you're a manager. Now you're dealing with, you know, people that you might not have ever um, had to talk to before. You know, um, so it is a little intimidating sometimes because, believe it or not, I am a little introverted, a little, a little shy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then learning, you know, being diverse in communication skills because you can't always communicate with everybody the same the way same because way. everybody has different comprehension skills. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, you got to constantly, you know, like like Bruce Lee says, be like water. You always have to, <laughs> you know, conform to everything and For everybody, sure. you know, yes, speak yes. everybody's language. Sometimes you got to step it up. Sometimes you got to step it down. Yes, you know? I am good at that. I'm good at that. Yeah. Um, you know, there are times that... Uh, you know you're gonna get you're gonna get the laid back Eva, you know the the, the Southwest Detroit Eva, you know yeah. get, get the slang and get some curse words, you know, and, <laughs> a little profanity, um, you, you know, know, little Spanglish in there, yeah. you know, or you'll get the full Puerto Rican Eva, you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> uh, you know, um, but then there's days where you're gonna get the serious, you know, fully professional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about business, you know. So absolutely, um, and 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 I'm lucky that I'm able to do kind of do that oh yeah those are all gifts you know because a lot of people they can't transition like that they can't make them transition right. you know um, especially like pessimistic people it's hard to get them to see you know the bright side of things mm-hmm. and see things from a positive you know angle you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like people just they're comfortable being uh miserable oh, you yes. know what i'm saying or uh, just seeing the worst in everything, yes. you know? And it's like, that becomes so toxic, you know what I'm saying? If you're not even just willing to hear somebody out or oh, look gosh, at something, yes. that's what I, that's that's how I think <laughs> I grew so much is that yeah. I was willing to be open-minded, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was willing to step out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, this position, trust me, I get a whole lot of that. I have to listen a lot. You know, I have to be very patient. I have to, you know, put myself in, in, in their shoes. You know, what exactly are they trying to, to tell me? You know, is this truly affecting their quality of life? Although maybe I don't see it that way, um, you know, and, and, and try to try to give them the best me that I can and, mm -hmm. and try to help them move forward. Um, and on top of that, manage everything else you got going on in life. You know, that's yes. one of the hardest things to manage is people and let alone, you know, just that's what you do in your professional yes. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. then when you're dealing with your personal life yes. and it's like, man. Oh, yeah. Now, this job is 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 consuming. Consuming. Oh. I knew you were going to say consuming because uh. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, listen, seriously, there are days where I, I, I work. Um, probably 15 days a week, sometimes six, seven days a week, like, and, and, and there's still something that I can be doing. Um, you know, um, I'm not the best. I, I have my flaws. I, I'm, I'm human, you know, things do fall through the cracks and I hate when that happens. I really do. Um, um, but I'm quick too to take an L. I'm, you know, I tell my boss all the time, you know, if I make a mistake, I'm gonna be the first one to be like, yo, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I made a mistake. You know, I have no problem. With that, I just have to remember, you know, try not to make that same mistake twice. And that's that's the thing all about it is, you know, it's, you know, life is trial and error. That's just part of growing pains. Yeah. But the thing about me is minimizing, sure. you know, having that, you know, learn from that and yeah. make sure it doesn't happen again. Absolutely. I really, you know, I'm one of the people I, I take pride in being on point. I take pride in being focused. I take pride in taking care of my business and being effective and being impactful and good all deal. that good there stuff, you, go. you know. There you go. And that's why we're about to make things happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. So um, what do you think that the community needs right now more than anything? And, wow. and how do we, you know, how do we get there? Like, what are some of the biggest challenges you think right now that we deal with? Wow, some of the biggest challenges. Is it the people? Is it the environment? Is it business? Is it government? What do you think? I mean, you know, let me just say this. Um, Prior to being in the position that I was in, I I, I doubted um, what happened beyond be, behind the scenes um, in city government, all right. Mm -hmm. um, but now, people do not understand how hard the city works. I've never met a group of individuals that are so dedicating to making sure that uh, Detroiters receive the best that they can. And nobody's perfect, right? Um, no department is perfect. Um, but, um, but the willingness to just how hard they work to try to make things right is crazy amazing. Um, it, it just sometimes it seems like a lot of people um, in government or, you know, have jobs like ours. We're willing to go the extra mile to help, to aid and assist people. Yeah. But it's like one of the biggest lessons I learned that have made the biggest impact in my life is accountability. I learned to be responsible over my actions my and all that. Yes. So I feel like... Um, People 
should be held accountable as well. Yes. Like, I can't live your life for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. if you've been poor for 30 years, you know what I'm saying? But you got two hands, two feet, and you have everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. have. Then I feel like if you don't got shit, it's because you don't want shit. You know what I'm saying? And you can't sit here and blame your misfortune on everybody else when you had the you know same opportunity as everybody else to get out there and build. Yes. I've been home two and a half years. I never held no job. I never had no bank account. I never had credit, nothing. I've been home two and a half years, and I got all of that and some, and I'm looking forward to a bright future you yes. know what i'm saying yes. and i just i feel like shit if i can do it <laughs> you, you can, do can it. definitely yeah. do it you so know? getting back to that question what do we need we we need accountability right um mm -hmm. so you know people uh complain a lot right um for example <clears throat> you'll have someone complaining about how dirty this street is, how much trash is on the street. But that's the same individual that's driving down the road, eating a candy bar, rolls their window down, throws the piece of candy bar wrapper out the window. Mm -hmm. They're just contributing to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it takes all of us um, to make things better, mm -hmm. you know, um, as opposed to complaining. Let's let's come together. Let's do something about it. When I took the youth, we did, um, what was it? Uh whip it wipe out yeah and we were going all through the residential areas all up and down junction toledo yes. delray everywhere and we were collecting this with the youth <laughs> and a lot of times it was like 20 30 yes. sitting in front of stores uh, yeah. uh, business businesses and we're sitting out there cleaning and then a business owner came out and it's like and he's like yeah man they always do it all the time and it's like well why aren't you cleaning it you or know and people have a problem yeah yeah it's as simple as that, that as well that stop selling well. them yeah. you know you're not just you know it, it's a drug you know and and then there's the the whole litter part of it you yeah know? And, and like we went up to the parks and and cleaned it up and it's like I, I went live when i made the video because i'm like listen man people have pets up here they have kids yeah. up here like you know why would you throw this why would you yes. pollute you know your, yes. your own community yes. Yes. you know i told them, throw that shit in your own yes. tray i can't tell you what to do how you yes. live your life yes. but if you're gonna do it at least keep that shit in your own backyard yeah. you know don't be so it. one of the things that i'm doing um is i'm working really close um with a task force on um illegal dumping so um southwest detroit we we've got so much illegal dumping happening right now i was at a meeting in delray a couple of weeks ago um and someone at the meeting was complaining about illegal dumping in delray and uh, she was really upset mm -hmm. and she's like oh you know i'm so sick that people come from other places and they dump here and she's going on and on and on so you know uh, so I'm upset and I'm like, yeah, you know, that is, that is very unfortunate. You know, I'm going to drive around and, and we're going to take a look at, at some of the, the sites and see if we can get it cleaned up. So we leave the meeting. Um, Antonio, my deputy drives, uh, leaves a little bit before I do. And I drive up, you know, behind him about a half a block behind him. And he calls me on the phone. I'm like, oh, this is odd that he's calling me, mm -hmm. you know, cause I could kind of see his lights from up above and. So I answered the phone and he's like, hey, you know, is that you coming up behind me? I was like, yeah. He's like, um, take a look at the person that's behind me and in front of you. So long story short, there's a gentleman dumping in a lot. 
it's just pulling stuff out of his truck. Hmm. Piles of stuff. He's just dumping in a vacant lot. Um, and uh, so I pull over, you know, to watch. Um, so the guy, after he's dumped everything out, he closes up his van. And then he drives up the street to his house. Oh, wow. So he was a resident. So you're a resident. This is where you live. This mm -hmm. is your city. Mm -hmm. But you're bringing trash from who knows where. Mm -hmm. And you're dumping it in a vacant lot mm -hmm. in the city. You know? You know, so, Del Rey is like the land of the lost. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, like, it's lawless. It just seems lawless. You know, I mean, life is what you make it, you know. That's what I'm saying. We, we, we've got to work it. together. Like, it's this is our city. This is where we live, mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, people are always upset. Like, you know, there's this dumping. There's this. Like, you guys should do this. And that. Okay, I get it. But at the same time, let, let's work together. Mm, absolutely. Okay. I mean, some people are like, man, I'm not cleaning up after anybody else. And I get it. So you're going to just sit there and look at it all day, every right. day? You know what I but, mean? But I get it. Yeah. But then again, yeah. Well, then let's do something. But let's, 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 you know, let's come together. Let's try to do something, you know, to make our city better. So I just um, feel like there's no excuse. And, and the reason I say that is because when I was younger, I went to Mexico. And, you know, Mexico, you know, is very poor, but they are very rich in many other ways. Yes. And um, one of the things, you know, is, you know, a lot of them didn't have like nice houses. Everybody had huts mm. and stuff like yeah. that. But I always seen people cleaning, they were wiping, painting, doily, yeah. smells nice. Yes. Everything's good. Nice. So life is what you make it, even though we're poor and we don't have much. Yes. But whatever we have, we take care of it. Yes. And it's nice. It's yeah. clean. It's colorful and all that good stuff. You know, yes. very, very vibrant, you yes. know. Even when I was in prison, I mean, it was like, I swear for Christmas, I would hang up on my Christmas cards. <laughs> I would make go. decorations. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, life is what you make it Absolutely. in any and every aspect of it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And uh, that's why I'm able to live the life that I live today. You, you know, very peaceful, very in tune with the universe. I feel connected to everything and everyone in one form or another. There you go. You know? Yes. But listen, Eva, man, I, 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 it was such an honor to have you here as a guest today. I really appreciate you, you know, sharing your story, sharing your life with us. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I hope, you know, for our viewers, people who've been watching, you know, have been inspired. Um, I have so much respect for women, you know, because women are awesome. You know what I'm saying? And women um, are really, you know, growing into themselves and their positions here on the earth. And I just, I just learned that, like, Women are like five to every one men in this world. So uh -oh. I'm like, it only made sense that women were eventually, you know what I'm saying, going to put themselves in positions of power and authority. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I salute them good for them because, you know, at the end of the day, women, you know, they, they make the world go round. You know what I'm saying? And, and they do things that I just don't believe that, you know, men are capable of doing. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I, I salute you and everybody that's like you. Um, I look forward to working with you in the future. Sure. Oh, yes. And uh, putting some events together and putting Southwest on the map for, for sure. sure. So I want to thank everybody who's been tapping in, tuning in. Much love to all my family, friends, and loved ones. 
uh, LA Landscaping, Legendary Barber Lounge. Shout out to my sister at uh, Babe Cave underscore uh, uh, Down River. Check her out. She'll get your nails together. And to all of my family, friends, and loved ones who've been supporting everybody in the neighborhood, um, you know, much love to you. Uh, the holidays are coming up, man. I wish everybody well. Please celebrate responsibly and, uh, you know, be kind. Open up the doors for the elderly, man. Show love to the children and definitely be kind to one another. And we'll see you next week on Monday at 9 p.m. Much love. And we'll see you. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.